Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. No, 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 I have. And I also, Jake, and I got to tell you this too, I think there's a, there's another side to this as well. Um, and I think the second side to this is, you got to remember, a lot of people built, plat like, they built a following off bitching about the elections, bitching about politics, you know, thinking they're, you know, waking people and shedding light on different things. That's what they did, right? Right. So, okay, now we're coming into a new election season where they're wanting certain people to forget certain things that went on and they're wanting other people to remember other things. So guess what? If you were somebody that was, you know, anti-Trump and you were posting all this bullshit about how great Biden was and it's now coming up on this election season and you were like, yeah, you know, everybody voted for Biden because he was going to do this, this, this and this. And then you go back and you say, wait, well, the administration didn't do any of these things. Um, guys, I might be wrong. Maybe we should think about this. Well, that fucks the whole game, right? That screws everything up for them. So you need these people gone as well. And I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, dude. I, I'm not one to get into the, the political mess anymore. I don't want any parts of it or anything to do with it. I just I can't stand it. I, my eyes are open. I see what's really going on right now as far as the divide and everything else. But there are people out there that still are suckered into this. When I first got on TikTok, my shit was all political. Everything was Trump trained shit and, you know, vote red and blah, 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 and all this shit. And I'm sure I got some followers out of the shit I was reposting too. Sure. So new age new new time frame they're going to want these creators that build a following off the bullshit to go away so somebody new could come in and probably take their place maybe or it's just the lack of innovation right i think it's probably a combination of the two i don't think you're wrong at all um i think you're probably quite right on a lot of on a lot of instances um but i know just from my experience and and being in being in social media for so long a lot of it is that people end up failing because what worked two years ago doesn't work now and they blame everything but themselves and you can't do that as a content creator you have to you know, yeah adapt or die is correct uh, innovate or die same yeah um same premise and all um you have to you have to innovate so we can go through our feeds and mindlessly scroll and we see a lot of people with their face on there complaining about Biden did this or Trump did that. Or we can scroll to the next video and we see like somebody out in the middle of the woods like building a log cabin with nothing but a hatchet. And we see 100,000 of those creators that do that. Or we can go through 
and we see a lot of people cooking, we see a lot of people prepping, we see a lot of people complaining about stuff, doing silly dances, and yes, there is a following to be had in all of those niches. They're still there, they still exist, but how are you innovating on top of it? Is that we have these generalized ideas like this, right? Like the ones I just said, like somebody in the woods with a hatchet, make it in a log cabin. Okay, great. You can do that. You can quite literally do that. But if somebody's already established in that, you have to innovate. You can do the similar content, but you have to make it unique and you have to make it your own. So how do you do that on top of it? Well, you know what, dude? And I just want to say this real quick. What we're seeing now with social media, with, you know, with YouTube shorts and Clapper and, well, hell, YouTube in general and TikTok, guys, this is modern day reality television. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. I mean, this is, you know, this is the real world of 2023. I mean, that's, that's honestly what it is. We, you know, we as human beings are fascinated with other people's lives. We always have been, right? And in turn... We watch these creators and get to know them through their content, and we look to see if their videos are new. And I mean, Jake, like how many followers did you have that were dedicated, that liked every video, that commented on everything, that were waiting for you to put out a new video every day? Oh, I'd, I'd say a good handful, um, probably a couple hundred. <clears throat> right. So, I mean, you know, in when you got to think when these people are up in the multi-million followers you know, there's probably a hundred thousand people that are like, man, I wonder what this guy's up to today. I wonder what his new content is going to be for the day. Um, welcome in crucible. Uh, and Eric says the social media platforms have essentially replaced appointments, appointment television. Meaning that a program comes on at a certain time. Ah, okay. I get, I get what you're saying now, Eric. I get it. Okay. (laughs) But it's amazing how we can get so sucked into a creator and go through and watch all their content. And dude, you brought up, uh, you brought up food videos and I got to tell you, man, I, I love food content. I love getting on, on the apps and, and if someone's, especially if they're cooking fireside, like if they're cooking over an open flame and they're out in the woods, I'll get sucked into that. Cause I want to know what they're cooking. And right. See, that's, that's the exact thing. Yeah. That's the exact thing I'm I'm describing is you said you like cooking videos, but you prefer it being like out in nature over an open fire doing that sort of thing. Like the guy, the guy with the one knife who like cuts up his vegetables and puts it on like the cast iron on the fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those too. So yes, he's cooking, but he's innovating. He's doing it in a completely unique way. Not inside a kitchen, inside the house. Not behind not not behind a gas range or anything like that. He's doing it outside, like oh natural. So when this when this particular niche of content that you're interested in becomes oversaturated and convoluted, how do you innovate on top of that so you don't fall into the saturation? Are you looking for something kick ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in. 
and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. Yeah, see, and I, I guess that's the big thing, too. And, you know, the other thing is, and I, I said this last September, last October, maybe. It was like right before prepper camp and all this shit we went and did. Uh, I was saying, you know, it's better to create your own content and fail on your own versus succeeding being a copycat creator. Because, mm-hmm. you know, taking what somebody else is doing and revamping it, recycling it, only gets you so far. Correct. Most of my content, dude, you have to provide some creativity (laughs) in there. Most of my content is me driving down the road in my vehicle, bitching about something. Yeah, that's it. Get like a hundred thousand views, and it's like, and it's stupid shit that the average person wouldn't give a shit about. But like, I like to think that there's somebody out there saying, "Huh, I didn't think about that." He's right. Hmm, that's what I'm hoping that content's doing, but it's probably not. You're probably just like, listen to this douchebag bitching, moaning, complain. (laughs) <laughs> That's because as simple as it is, it's simple for a reason. It's easy to record, and it gets your point across easily. And it doesn't follow the niche or the trends of of the way everyone else is delivering the same information. And even though it's the same information just kind of said in a different way, the delivery in which it's done is completely unique now that everybody seems to be what you said is a carbon copy of each other. Um, doing this or that thing and doing it the same way or just copying somebody else's creation you're just recording and making it simple and this is when i we had this conversation too toward the end of last year when i said going into 2023 and into 2024 i said authenticity was the key do you remember me saying that mm-hmm. and the more authentic you are the more authentic you're finding that your videos have an organic reach and it's much bigger than what it would be if you did if you did it in the same style that you've seen a hundred million times from a hundred million creators, it's purely your own. It's purely authentically you and people enjoy that because we're fascinated with the real authentic version of people's lives. We want to know what other people are doing outside of our own realities to see if it's different than what our perception of reality is. And you give them a glimpse into that. So all you have to do is the easiest thing, which is pull out your phone, get in your car, and just talk about something. You know, and I think that, so I, I kind of want to go down this road too. Even when I was on TikTok, I didn't do, like, you know, my first account was over there. I didn't do that shit either. If I saw some, like, even when I would put effort into making content, if I saw somebody else do something, I didn't want to do it. I never got on board with doing any of the trends, really. Um, I, I never wanted to do something that somebody else was doing because it just didn't feel original to me and it just felt copied. All right. Mm, a rebel, a man speaking to my own heart. Continue. Uh, that, okay. I didn't know that's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> Content rebellion. I guess. So anyway, uh, there's a there's another side of this where I want everybody to think about this. So when I was doing my little dig into Clapper and what's really going on over there uh, last night and today, like I was losing sleep over this last night because I was like, something's not adding up. Something's going on. I was up really late last night, just digging into different profiles and doing different things. So one thing I stumbled across was, did you know 
that there is a whole educational market out there to learn how to grow on social media. There are programs, there are classes, there are books, there are how-to guides. The list is endless. There is money to be had off people that fail on social media. Yeah, and that's because the market is so oversaturated. Yeah, and I didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't know you could get online and pay $100 for a blow-up quick TikTok how-to guide and get it you know, mailed to your house. You could do that, or you could just listen to all the things that that we just said and get that for free. Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? Bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug-out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. You know, I... And I, I got to tell you, I, I, and I'm wondering if there's a, an, a correlation here with the election. Um, I'm wondering if we're not going to see another social media platform come on board right around election time. And I'm wondering if we're not going to see this huge argument, huge, big divide on Clapper. I, I'm just waiting to see that come. I think Clapper is going to have a lot of problems. And um, I think that they're going to have... Not necessarily like unwanted growth, but I think that they're going to see a lot of uncontained growth, like growth that they can't hold control of, and they're going to have to figure it out. And the problem that they're going to run into is if they have a million more users join with only like 50 people working for Clapper, they're going to say, oh shit, either we have to work double time or we have to hire twice as many more people. And what's going to happen is it's going to be a mess for a little bit. And there's going to be some issues and they're going to be like, oh, Clapper HQ is sorting through some stuff. We just fired 30 people and you're going to have this whole dilemma of stuff because they can't keep up with the influx. So it's going to be a good problem, quote unquote, but it's going to be a problem. Right. And I mean, here's here's the thing. As soon as they would go put AI on top of regulations, I think they're going to have a shit ton of problems. Right. If they're smart and they listen to our podcast, like all of these smart people they'd probably be like, oh, shit, we better hire some people um, like yesterday because they should. Well, here's here's the other thing, too, is, you know, Clapper's decent, and I don't want to say perfect by any means, but they are really decent at listening to what the users want, trying to make modif- modifications and changes for the users. Now, that's a flip side in itself because if you have 500,000 people coming in every day, complaining of a glitch complaining of a problem complaining of a thing they don't like about the app they're going to be so backed up like jake said they're going to have to bring people in but this isn't even for the reason of something like mass reporting or inappropriate content or underage users or things like that right so 
something new entirely to think about. They're, they're going to um, have good problems arise, and they're going to have to tend to them quickly. And how they respond to it is going to dictate how the app grows. You know, uh, Minnie brings up something in the chat that's pretty interesting. Has anyone seen much on Telegram or Rumble or Truth? You know, I just noticed today, I believe it was today, maybe yesterday, that Truth Social is in the Google Play Store now. And it wasn't in there before, but it is now. Um, And I actually had somebody comment on a video I posted saying, what happened to Rumble? Is that still around? Rumble is still a thing. It is. Um, Yeah. As far as Telegram goes, I know a lot of people have it. I have an account there that I haven't been on in probably seven months. We use our Telegram daily, but it's for mostly it's information pass. Yeah, I uh, I forget what it was. It was, um, geez, what was it? Mr. Freedom Stick posted something on his Telegram, and I'm trying to remember what the documentary was. Oh, uh, 2000 mules. That's what it was. So I, I downloaded it and got all signed up and everything to go in there and watch that. And that was months ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Um, and since then I haven't really got on it. I haven't messed with it. I probably need to redownload it and start doing stuff with it again. However, I'm more interested in, in sharing stuff with my citizen social versus these other places. Cause I'm no, I'm learning how to navigate that pretty good. Yeah. And it's this eventually once people catch on, they will find much boredom in things like TikTok. And what they'll start doing is catching themselves mindlessly scrolling, acknowledging that they're doing so, but not moving from another from TikTok to another app because there's not something that beats it quite yet on availability of content. You know, it's, it's just instant content. If you don't like the first, like two seconds of a video, you just flip right up. Um, so you have to innovate or you're going to die. And, and these, these platforms like this, like I, I am very convinced that TikTok is the like last of, of the major, like huge platforms like this. Um, what's what's gonna win like 2025 ish is not the first out of the gate but probably the third or fourth app out of the gate that's capitalizing on on the ar and vr and web3 stuff and what you're going to want to get is more people integrated to it as much as possible and of course the kids are going to want to do it because it's going to be cool for them because kids are kids are innocent and they jump onto stuff real quick that's why um, that's why Fortnite took off. Um, and this is, this is why TikTok took off the, the strategy and the approach is that, uh, again, you have to appeal to the kids and then you appeal to the parents. So Fortnite was cool for kids. Um, and then because that became cool, um, and all kids have to do is like go to school and then come home. So then all the Twitch streamers got a hold of it. And then after that, you have people like Ninja come out. And then you have all these big streamers come out and and things like this. Um, And then it falls off and something else takes over. But it's not always the first thing that takes over. It's going to be, like I said, the third or fourth thing out of the gate. But eventually these things will condense down. If TikTok is smart, they will innovate in a way that adds virtual reality, augmented reality, or something that integrates human interaction with the app itself. 
You know, I I'd like to point this out, man. Real okay. Let's take Podbean for instance. This is an app that you have to download. It's not instant gratification. It's not instant scrolling. It's not instant entertainment, right? Like you would get on TikTok. Right. Okay. We have 21 people listening to us right now in here. This will go out for the rest of the world to hear. However, it's people that are actually searching for this information that want to hear it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's where the future lies with social media targeted algorithms that go just based off your daily life. And that's the only thing you're getting is the thing that you're so interested in that it just keeps your focus all day long. Right. Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. I, I think people will find a an intense logging, longing for, for an emotional connection because of things like TikTok. It's empty scrolling. Uh, there's no emotional connection to it when it's like 30 second long videos or somebody dancing. Uh, this is long form conversational and it's important for people who, who either lack or long for long form conversational things that they can actually have human thoughts and feel like they're having human conversations with somebody. Um, you feel like you're talking to two people here who will look you in the eye and shake your hand and, and respect you as opposed to like, here's my dance. Give me some money. Right. I no, I, I totally get it, dude. I 100% understand. <laughs> uh, welcome in scooter. Welcome in mags. Welcome in crazy lady. Welcome in, in GHM. Welcome in. I, you know, it's just a generic name, but welcome in. No, I mean, I, I think that this, and, and we did watch how TikTok built an algorithm around the things that we liked, right? We definitely did. Instagram does the same thing. Like my Instagram is dirt bikes and street bikes and fast cars. That's all my Instagram is. I get nothing else, right? Um, To the point where I scroll for five minutes, I'm bored and I get off the thing, okay? I'm getting like no relevant content other that I would like other than that. Um, I go on TikTok now just to go in and check on things and see who's created what. And I mean, honestly, it's, I, I, I hit a video and I'm like, well, if I did that, I'd get banned. If I did that, I'd get shut down. I have no interest in this. I have no interest in that. And I don't know how it is. If anybody out there, uh, is still on, if anybody listening in the chat right now is still on TikTok daily, right are you seeing a good algorithm still for yourself or is it all screwed up? Um, Cause for me, if I go on there now, it has no idea what I want. Cause I haven't been on in so long. TikTok has no idea what I want. Neither does YouTube. Um, but I, that's why I developed my own content for the need that I saw, which was, which was originality and some substance and some actual conversation and not just somebody who's going to echo chamber and agree with your thoughts. 
Um, I don't want that. I want to, I have always wanted to sit with a, a group of people whom I respect, who we can respectfully agree and disagree on things. And I am so fascinated with uh, people's ideals and their, their morals or their ethics, the way they think about things. When I, what I've always said is that I, I want to hear people's opinions. I want to hear the critiques and I want to hear the whys. I, I'm always going to ask why. And I want to sit around a room full of people who are not afraid to ask like, hey, why'd you do this in your video? Or, you know, why do you think this? Not challenging it, but just genuinely asking why. And, and TikTok lacks that because it's just instant gratification, just instant dopamine. Um, I never wanted to do that. That's why I like Twitter spaces. Um, I like to get in there and I'll host those and I'll, I'll legitimately sit there for a couple hours and talk to people uh, about what they think or believe and why. And we have great conversations. Yeah, I can't, uh, I, I can't handle the Twitter spaces <laughs> anyway. Uh, real quick. Uh, I just got a notification on my phone. Cindy just got her ticket to prep stock. So thank you, Cindy, for Woo-hoo. getting that. Um, uh, for anybody else out there that wants to get tickets, it's listening online right now. Uh, www.prepstock.ticketleap.com. Go in there and get your tickets. And Big Daddy Al just called into the show. He doesn't call into the lives too often, guys. What's up, Big Daddy? How you doing, man? How you doing? You know, I had to get in on this social media thing today because I think <laughs> from the beginning, we all met on this. And the, and, the, and the comment came up earlier, I bet you all have never met each other, or a lot of us haven't met each other. And that's true. And we made great friendships. And then I made some lousy friendships on TikTok and social media. But let me get to what my point. The point was, is I was on here all the time. I was on TikTok all the time. And I finally started seeing that I was getting kind of dark and I couldn't say the things I wanted to. And my wife said, hey, just put it down and, and don't mess with it for a while. And I did. And after a few days, it got to where, okay, yeah, I didn't really like to see it. Well, I jumped back on recently. Now, when I was on all the time, I couldn't hardly get new followers. I mean, I was steady. My numbers were going down even though people were following. I go back over now and I got tons of people joining up, but my number still doesn't move. So whether I was on all the time or I wasn't all the time, people were still looking at my old content. But if you'll notice, it hasn't beswaged me to go put new content on there. I've just left TikTok alone. But I feel like MySpace was old and Facebook came in. I feel like TikTok's going out and Clapper's coming in. But Jake's right. We're going to move into something new here for long. I, I think Clapper will suffice for a little while, but we're going to move into something much newer here. And I don't know what it is. I wish I could get it on the ground floor and make some money. But when I was on TikTok every day, I met a lot of great people, but I met a lot of sorry people too and a lot of crazy people. And I definitely had a lot of trolls. There's no question about that. But I don't I don't like the way social media is, but I'm glad I met the people that I met. But I don't have to go on TikTok to see them. You know, that's that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's safe to say that, you know, I, I met Al and Jake on uh, TikTok and I don't know other than other than Scooter and Crazy Lady that I met through Podbean and Eric and and Raccoon Six. I think a majority of the people listening right now, I all I met them all through TikTok. Yeah, same. I think so. Same. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, maybe we shouldn't be talking all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Al, I will tell you how to make billions of dollars. And the only reason why this is going to work is because this was my idea. I just don't have time to execute on it. But what you do, um, where's, where's a place that you like to shop? 
Good God, Jake. I don't shop anywhere. I guess the tractor supply. It's the only place I know of I can get in, get in and get out of quickly. I hate Walmart. I despise the big box stores. Sure. So here's what you do. Um, you create a virtual experience of tractor supply. Um, and instead of having to physically drive or ride the bus or whatever to get there, um, all you do is you either open your phone or put on the VR goggles, right? Um, then you have the, uh, virtual integration of tractor supply, everything that would be in the store. It's just a, it's a digital store. Everything is what a tractor supply would be. Everything's in the aisles, yada, yada, yada. And instead of you physically going there as a person, you're, your virtual reality avatar peruses the aisles, sees other people who are also connected at that point in time. And uh, you can talk to these people and interact with them just like you would normally, except you don't have to leave your house and you can pick items from the shelf and just navigate them straight to your checkout cart. And those items that you pick will ship directly to your house. Wow. That probably would make some money, Jake. That really yep. probably would. I just want to say one comment about about social media. For somebody like me that's in the country, I'm in my 50s. I don't go a lot of places. I don't like getting around a lot of people. I did meet a lot of good quality people on social media. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Granted, I'm not a Facebook person. You won't find me on there or anything like that. But TikTok was a little different. It was a little impersonal. I mean, you made videos, you did things, then it became very personal. And I hit a lot of the things of where I was at and who I was. But I feel like that, yeah, we, we, we worry about the Chinese government, them getting our information off of TikTok. But I worry about our government and how much they've learned about us as a people not just off our social media but our social media coupled with who we talk to on our phones and who's on your contact list and all this malware that's on your phone i feel like they already know everything about us now and we can't blame anybody we did it to ourselves i mean we all practically did i i agree with you I think we we did it to ourselves too. You're not wrong. And something I like to comment too for everybody that's thinking that China's stealing all our data just through TikTok. Guys, think about how many games are out there in the Play Store or in the App Store that are made and ran out of China. And think about you're you're not thinking about anything that you're when you agree to those terms and conditions to download that game. You're thinking it's a game. You're not thinking of what's going on in there, right? <laughs> So I guarantee they're stealing the data and taking it back to China too. You're right. You're right. My wife loves to play that little bubble pop game. And I told her, I said, you know, that thing tracks everywhere you go and this, that, and other. She says, where'd you read that? And I said, well, I didn't have to, you didn't read the terms of agreement either. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, we're all, we all did it to ourselves. Um, but I think we've left ourselves exposed and I'm going to get off here guys. Thank you for welcoming in. Uh, I love these talks in the afternoon. I love to hear these lives. So I'm going to get off here. And... All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you calling in. Um, Jelly, buddy. thank you. Thank you for the uh, gift there. Appreciate it. We got a lot of gifts today, guys. We don't get gifted too often, but thank you guys. So we're going to end this out in an hour. So we're getting ready to get out of here. We have about a minute and a half left. Jake, I want to get your final thoughts on all everything. And I got to ask the first question first. Um, 
Do you think that TikTok is actually going to get banned? Because I really think it's going to get bought up by somebody else. Um, I think if TikTok is smart and if they want to survive, they're going to start buying up people like Clapper. Um, I think that's about the only way that they're going to survive. Um, otherwise, once they start to see a decline in viewership and interaction, um, somebody eventually will swoop in and buy it. Gotcha. That would make sense. And Raccoon, sorry I didn't answer, man. We were just getting ready to get out of here, and I was trying to just wrap up. Um, but Raccoon said BlackRock is. So that's something kind of interesting to think about. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, so next week, guys, we are going to get into the 15-minute cities. That was the plan for today. But my conspiracy nutball brain went off on the social <laughs> media tangent and where we're going, and I had to get it all out, man. I just had to. <laughs> hey, it's fine, dude. I love these kind of conversations. And um, and I'll tell you what, because because of the idea that I got sucked into all this stuff, I didn't get to do my 15-minute city research. Aww. So I know. So I, I was very ill-prepared for the show today. I just want to let everybody know that. And, man, we're getting all kinds of gifts from Jelly and Ozarks. And, wow, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Check this uh, out. I'm going to play this algorithm before we sign off here. Um, you know how the last time I did it with Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that everybody's listening, check this out. I'm going to say, uh, let's see, Jamaica. Jamaica sounds like a warm place. Have you ever heard of Jamaica? Jamaica. Where's Jamaica? Jamaica is on the beach, man. Have you ever have you ever been to Jamaica? I've never been to Jamaica. How does one get to Jamaica? You could travel on an airplane to Jamaica. To Jamaica? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, next, next, uh, what are we, we still doing a show next week? Is that right? Yeah, we're not quitting. Well, I know you had <laughs> stuff to do and stuff. No, that's not, that's not things. till, uh, no, it's not till April till I do my clinicals. Oh, okay, okay. So, so that's the test. And then Monday, when we do our next show. Um, I, I am really curious to see how many people from Jamaica tuned in to this show. All right. And with that being said, guys, we're out of here. We love all y'all. Thank you for coming in here, guys. Thank you for all the gifts today. Jake, I'll text you after the show. Sounds good, buddy. Have a great night, everybody. Bye guys. Emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle. Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.